opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, hello, hello, and welcome everybody to uh, Herbie's Community Cooking Corner for October 10th, 2023. Originally, I thought I would actually be uh, gone today and I'd actually have a guest facilitator, but uh, things changed and um, I am here with you after all. So uh, let's get right into the swing of things as we have a very special guest today. In fact, uh, he uh, has streamed the cooking call once, and uh, but uh, has actually uh, not presented on here before, so we decided to snag him. And uh, he's actually so, been so impressed already that uh, he wants to come back and do a second presentation at some other point. So, And we haven't even started with the first one, so uh, how cool is that, guys? As uh, you know him from Sunday Edition, the Sunday Edition Book Club, which is not on Sunday, so... um. But it's still the Sunday Edition Book Club. Anyway, um, I guess that's just how these things work. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's give it up for the one, the only. Uh, let, 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 let's get this uh, queued up here, guys. I do apologize. Anthony Corona! <laughs> All right. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome! (laughs) Yes, indeed! So, uh, Anthony, as you all may or may not know, he has a very hot item on uh, the ACB auction. And in fact, um, you know, they just uh, roll right out of his uh, kitchen and into uh, people's uh, mouths, I guess. I don't know. The uh, world-famous bourbon balls. And um, now he's going to show you all how to actually, uh, how they're actually made. And... um, now, this is not so that you can make them yourselves and not get away with bidding on them in the auction. We're, we're just giving you a sneak preview <laughs> of how they're made. So, so just so you understand how these things work. So, uh, Anthony, my friend, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. How about yourself, Mr. Herbie? Uh, not too shabby. Not too, too shabby. So, um, uh, tell us all about it. And, hey, um, so... Real quick, I, actually, I'm, I'm real quick. I forgot to ask: um, Are you taking questions during the presentation, or do you want people to wait till the end? So when we're in prep, you know, when we're when we're doing a task, I can definitely take questions, especially during rolling of the balls, because that takes, you know, wow, rolling of the balls. Um, it takes yeah. quite, you know, a bit of time if if you want them to be pretty. <laughs> All right. I don't know if I care about pretty so much as edible. All right. And I want to thank, uh, we got Nancy uh, taking care of us on the host side today and Jane Sud taking care of us on the clubhouse side, as well as the media five side today. So uh, thank you to uh, both ladies. And uh, oh, yeah, you're both on the West Coast, too. So um, all right. So it's su- super early for both of you. All right. Go ahead, Anthony. It's all yours. All right. So spoiler alert. Um, I am going to be presenting the bourbon balls for the holiday auction. Um, we haven't done them for the last two cycles, but I think it's a good time to bring them back. And I have a job interview. Everybody who's listening, if you want to cross some fingers for me, that would be great a little bit later on. So what I did was I did some of the pre-prep already. Um, so do, do you want me to go through all the ingredients before I start? Yes, I think that's a good idea. Okay, so I use um, two boxes of Nilla wafers, um, and that will, you know, to make four four cups of of the powder that you need. Um, uh, the light carob, the light carob syrup, Hershey's 
uh, cocoa powder, not hot cocoa mix. Uh, and of course, the bourbon. And as far as the strong coffee, which again, I already prepped, what I do is I use a French press and I put a scoop and a half of coffee to a cup of water. Um, and then I let it cool a bit because I found that when I was trying to make these, if the coffee was too hot, it, it was making the ingredients separate. Uh, you know, so I let it cool down. So I needed to prep that either way. Um, and it's always good to have confectioner sugar around because this is a very sticky dough. Um, very, very hard to, you know, it gets all in your finger, the grooves in your fingers and things. So what I do is I put it in um, an open chafing dish. And I just dip my hands in it every like two balls or so and rub them together to, to keep that coating, which will keep the dough from actually sticking, uh, you know, and I have to like peel it off my skin. All right. I also pre-prepped dishes of magic shell, uh, cocoa, uh, rainbow sprinkles and crushed Oreos. Those are going to be the things that I top the balls with, as well as the confectioner's sugar. So you can double and roll the ball in the confectioner's sugar as well. Um, I pre-ground some of the vanilla wafers. Actually, I did the a box and a half. And what I always suggest is this is, you know, cooking is an art more than it's a science. So I always hold back about a uh, a handful of wafers in case I need to thicken it. Um, and if I if I want to thin it a little bit, I'll throw in a little extra bourbon or a little extra coffee. So our first task is to ground up the wafers. And I'm going to do two sets of it because, like I said, I already ground up a bunch in preparation. Depending on your food processor, some of you know, the great food processes you can do, you know, the whole bag at once. I do them, I break the bag up into about three, so you get a finely ground. You're going to hear a very loud sound for about 30 seconds. And I just do a little quality control before I dump it into my mixture. It's hard to pull chunks out of it. You know, it's a fine powder that you end up getting. And it's hard to pull chunks out of it. And one more set of this should do. And like I said, I'll pull back a few in case I want to thicken the mixture up. And I'm actually using um, one of those ninja things. So it's a little narrow at the bottom. I found that even half a bag, it starts getting jammed and the top layer won't be crushed. And so I have to then pull chunks, et cetera, et cetera. You can also use a Ziploc bag in a rolling pin, but that's sort of a pain in the butt and you end up having to um, you end up having to pull pieces out, throw them back in the bag, re-roll, 
or mush them all up with your fingers, which like I said, the dough is very sticky. So that is not necessarily something that you want. Sorry, somebody was trying to call me. Um, that is not something that you really wanna do. So I am now rolling my fingers through the, and there are still, even no matter what you do, there's always gonna be a few pieces uh, and I'm, I'm just sort of squeezing them together and grounding them up to get an even mixture. And then I will create a sort of well in the middle, kind of pushing the, the powderized vanilla wafers towards the side so that I can put my, oh, no, I'm skipping a step. I actually, here's my dish of sprinkles. All right, and I am pouring that dish of rainbow sprinkles, about a half a cup. I don't like them too crunchy. Um, people have told me that the if you use the nuts or whatever, it, you know, if you like a nutty taste, great. Use the whole cup of nuts. Um, I do about a half a cup just to give them some grit. And I am now doing the same thing with my fingers finally moving rainbow sprinkles throughout the powdered mix and creating the well at the same time. You can kind of feel an even dispersion. And a few of those little crunchies might be little pieces of the wafer that I didn't catch. And then after that, we start mix mixing our ingredients together. So I'm find my mixing cup. Here we go. And it's easy because the liquids are a half a cup each. So, and the carob syrup is very sticky. Um, I don't think, I've never tried it in a different direction, but I don't, I really don't think it matters what in order I mean, do you put the ingredients in, but I do the carob mixture, the carob first, because with the bourbon, I will swill it around. I'll pour half into my mixing cup, swill it around, kind of pulling off the carob syrup. And then I will do another little bit. So that is my carob syrup. And now we're gonna start with the bourbon, which I use Maker's Mark, but any good bourbon will do. You can substitute rum, you can, people, I, people have told me they tried it with vodka, uh, they tried it with gin, um, and for the kitties or those who do not want a dessert that has a little bit of alcohol in it. You can also do various fruit juices. Um, my aunt, who makes them for the kids with fruit juices, puts in those tiny little um, ground cranberries, which gives them a very interesting taste and feel to it. I'm a clean-as-you-go kind of person. I also keep getting my, I, you know, was sticking my fingers in to get as much of that carob syrup out and into the mixture as possible. Let me get my spoon measure. All right. Then we go to the coffee, which is two tablespoons. There we go. And last, but not least, 
two tablespoons of the cocoa powder. My aunt uses Ghirardelli. I use Nestle's. Haven't tasted much of the difference, but you never know. And then you begin to mix. So I, I you know, I've always heard of, of that, that term folding in. And I think this is one of those things where you're kind of folding in. That's why I do the well. I found that the easiest way to mix it is to build the well and then pull down from the sides of the bowl into the mixture. Um, and if you mix too fast, the powder is going to like puff up. Like, you know, powdered sugar can do. This is the same thing. It's sort of the same consistency. So you want to start off slow, pulling all of your wafer material down into your ingredients. And then you're going to start to feel it congeal all together and get mushy and sticky. Now, at this point, I'm not touching it with my hands because once I touch it, I'm going to have it on my hands. I like to press down and then scoop through and continuously scraping the sides of the bowl to get all of that powdered mix wet and sticky. It is now really starting to get to that mushy, so I'm going to pull it First, tour all the way towards me and scrape along the bottom of my metal mixing bowl. And I don't know if you can hear that, but I'm pulling up some of the mixture that is caked on the bottom because it won't have the mix of everything. And then your last maybe 10 balls or so are just going to be very, very powdery tasting with less of the flavoring slash sprinkles nuts uh you can do mini chocolate chips um like i said i'm doing the rainbow sprinkles and now i can feel but i am scraping off what's on my spoon i can feel that the consistency is pretty much where i want it to be and it's no longer i mean it's sticky but it's no longer a, like a gooey sticky it's a little bit more than a paste. Sort of a Play-Doh-y kind of feel almost. And that is gonna make for some good ball rolling. I'm gonna take a pause for a minute and rinse my hands again, because I don't like to start dipping my hands in the confectioner's sugar when I have pieces of balls on there. And I'm also gonna grab my baking sheet to lay these out. Yes, I'm one of those that keeps my baking sheet right in the oven. <laughs> All right. So now I am pouring a good amount of confectioner sugar into the open pan or casserole dish or whatever you have. Just enough so that you can get your hand in there, get it all covered with confectioner sugar and sort of spread it around your hand. And this is probably 
the the two most time consuming pieces are grounding up the grounding up all of the vanilla wafers and rolling the balls. So as I'm speaking, I'm actually moving my ingredients, my raw, you know, the ingredients for the balls themselves out of the way so I can put my topping dishes around me. Now, full disclosure, I'm actually not gonna use the magic cell right now because it's a lot easier to put the, the, the rolled balls already for the ones that you, if you're not doing a mixture, if you're doing all, then put them all in the refrigerator. But the ones that you want to present with magic shell covering to put the balls in the refrigerator for an hour or so, and then roll them in the magic shell. Some people say that they put them in the freezer. I've never done it, and they come out the same way. Um, and especially for the ones for the kitties, what I'll do is I'll put sprinkles. I'll put sprinkles first roll them in sprinkles first, put them in the refrigerator. And then after they're in there for an hour, pull them back out, roll them in the magic shell. Um, you may have, no, I don't think you got the full recipe. So I, the full recipe that I submitted to Herbie, I talked about getting um, bonbon cups or candy cups because when, when you put the toppings on, they can be a little messy trying to or a little, you know, portable if you want to bring them as a hostess gift or something. All right. When I first started making these, I wasn't sure what kind of, what size ball I really thought would be, like, you know, most advantageous. And I don't know if you guys, Herbie, do you remember ever going to the supermarket with a caretaker and there were those, you know, quarter machines? And for yes. 40, one of these, you know, it was just, it was a red, bouncy red ball. That's the size ball that I like to make them in because they are very flavorful. And, you know, they are a quarter of the recipe is rum. So, you know, a few balls can can give someone who is not a drinker a little bit of a buzz. Um, And so what I did is the first couple of times that I made them, I took a standard coffee scoop and every two balls, I would dip that also in the confectioner's sugar, so it was not that hard. And I would scoop it, layer it off with my finger, and then tap it against my palm, that little ball, and then I would just roll it into a completely round shape. So I am now rolling my first ball. It takes a couple of seconds, and I'm rolling it. I'm going to alternate between Oreo cookie uh, let me first say plain, the ones that are going to be, uh, that, that are going to have magic shell on them, Oreo cookie, sprinkles, and some with just the plain, I'll roll it right back in the confectioner's sugar. And you'll want to kind of space out where you're placing them on your cookie sheet so they don't cross-contaminate themselves. And at this point, we're in the rolling stage. So I don't use the coffee scoop anymore because I can, you know, I can feel just by pinching out um, the size that I need. And I can always pinch a little off. It's very malleable. It's, it is almost like Play-Doh. Um, so I can pinch off or add a little bit more to get my perfect size balls. Um, this one I'm rolling right. I'm on my second one and I'm rolling in the Oreo cookies. And now I am refreshing my hands on the confectioner's sugar. Trust me, every two or three balls you want to do that. 
when you're when, when you're making them for yourselves, you will feel it. <laughs> if you don't, it will start, you know, getting in all the creases. I suggest if you're a person who wears rings, which I didn't do, so I'm gonna have to do a quick little wash up of my wedding ring or my engagement ring before I start getting dressed later on. All right, bowl number three. So I did a sprinkles and an Oreo. This one will be a confection of sugar. And then the last one will be plain. You can also, if you feel like the mixture is not pulling up the crunchies, the um, sprinkles, your topping, sorry. If you're feeling that it's not like fully coating, you can take the measuring cup that you used and um, swirl the carob down to the bottom and just lightly roll the ball in the carob and then go back into your topping. Um, but if you get the consistency right, you're not gonna have to do this. And that's why we use the confectioner sugar because they are very, very sticky. All right, um, are there any questions? Because we're in the bowl rolling stage now. Am I still here? Janine. Good morning, y'all. Hey. hey. Hi, Herbie. Hi, Anthony. Hi, everybody else. Hello. So, yeah, hey. So, um, Anthony I've talked and I have talked about the ball rolling for bourbon balls before because I make these every year and you can use different alcohol. But my question is, and I'm sorry I came a little late. Um, so are you rolling them when they're warm and then putting them in the fridge? Or Because I've always made the dough and put it in the fridge and then rolled it. So, yeah, I guess that's, yeah. Are you doing it warm or are they cold? I, I'm doing it warm um, because I, I found that if, if I use the coffee when it's first brewed, when it's hot, it makes the mixture kind of more congealable. But if you if you can double or tr triple, quadruple, you know, if you, you want to roll balls all day, you know, and be the highlight of your holiday parties, um, yeah. you might want to put it in the refrigerator for a while. If you feel when you start rolling the balls that they crumble, that they're crumbling a little bit, then stop, put it in the refrigerator for about 20 minutes, try again. Um, but again, if you're doubling or tripling the mixture, you're definitely going to want to put it in the refrigerator. That was a great question because I didn't even think of saying that. Uh, yeah, I always quadruple it because um, it, ball rolling is is not the best. I don't enjoy ball rolling, but everyone enjoys these balls. So, okay, cool. So that's when you, okay, good answer. Uh, so if I'm doing a single one, which might be easier than quadrupling as always, warm is okay. Okay, cool. Awesome. Thank you. Also, you know, and, and the, the preparation part of, of the, the Nilla wafer part of it is, is messy. It's annoying. You're, you're going to get dust, you know, on the counter that you're using, et cetera, et cetera. So I always quadruple um, my recipe because you can freeze this. Um, you can take a, a, a big ball of it, um, put it in a Ziploc bag and, um, you know, squeeze down all the air till the Ziploc bag is, is basically textured to... Um, and you can freeze these for up, you can freeze it to up to three months. And this is a dessert, by the way, the balls themselves can be kept in the refrigerator for up to a month. 
I wouldn't bring bourbon bowls that have been in my refrigerator for a month to a holiday party, but I have definitely been willing to make them a week, a week and a half beforehand and threaten anyone who may be in my household, you know, with their life <laughs> if I find <laughs> balls missing. <laughs> so two, four, six, eight. I am about to roll my ninth ball. Janine, since you're here, what are, what yes. are some of the, the toppings and um, have you put anything other than nuts inside the balls? But, and what are some of the toppings that you use? Yes. So um, I, when I do it, I love using my Cuisinart. So I um, crush vanilla wafers and then I use pecans. I like pecans and sometimes um, my bestie likes walnuts. So I'll crush <laughs> walnuts. Um, so I'll do those and toppings. I can, I color the sugar sometimes the confectioner sugar, um, or I'll do crystallized sugar. So I'll put the confectioner sugar and then crystallized sugar. And you can always make like vanilla sugar. I don't know if anyone knows how to do that, but, um, you, you can take like a cup of vanilla, a cup of, um, sugar and then put a teaspoon of vanilla and shake it in a Tupperware. I guess you could put it in a Ziploc bag and then you have vanilla sugar. Sugar, and then you can add food coloring to it. So you'll have vanilla on top of it. I never put coffee in my bourbon balls because I never have coffee um, in my house. So I, I have it. If like you came over, I would make it for you. But otherwise, I, I don't. Yeah, no coffee. So yeah, so I use sugar and I and oh, I, and I remember the story I told you I love I love it snowing sugar. So I will make the balls. Well, I, I'll make the balls and I'll put them aside. And then I'll take my bowl with powdered sugar and I'll take one hand with a ball and then I'll take a whole handful of powdered sugar and sprinkle it over my hand like you're snowing sugar over the balls. <laughs> it's very fun. It's very cathartic because ball rolling and bourbon balls are like whatever because yeah. And, and I use different alcohol too. I don't know if you talked about that, but I've used Malibu. I've used vodka. Vodka is a little tricky, but um, you can add a little bit more caro syrup because vodka is thinner than yeah. um, bourbon and rum. And um, I, yeah. So I, different alcohols are, are a good thing to do. So yeah. So sugar and confectioner sugar. I, it was very interesting when we were talking about you using chocolate and sprinkles and Oreo cookies. And I think that's great. And I guess you could make these with Oreo cookies too, instead of Nilla wafers, if you didn't want Nilla wafers, if you wanted the chocolate. Okay. The so somebody tried it. that, that I know, and they, they told me that the mixture does not congeal well. The Oreo cookie is oh. not the consistency of the wafer. Um, and it gets more um, of like a syrup rather than a dough. Oh, that's not good. That yeah, is not good. Go. But um, um, Janine, if you can stand by, because we actually do have some other raised hands that to probably be good yes, time sir. to get to. And by the way, I am just covering my hand in powdered sugar and rolling away and using my toppings. And probably drinking the bourbon while you're at it too. But no, I have a job interview in a couple of hours, so I oh, usually that... make this in the early, the late afternoon, early evening, so that I can enjoy um, an old fashioned while I'm rolling balls. All right. Mm -hmm. So Nancy, who have we got next? Ibrahim. Ibra Ibrahim. 
Hey, Ibrahim. Hi. Hi. So I don't drink. And um, I was wondering, could one add like something like chocolate milk or um, hazelnut milk or something in place of the um, alcohol? I don't think milk would work unless it was a skim milk. Um, okay. But you can use all kinds of juices. Yeah, I don't like mixing fruit and my chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if you got against fruit and chocolate? There's nothing wrong with chocolate covered strawberries. You ever had Jaffa cakes, orange and chocolate? Mm-mm-mm. Okay. No um, thanks. <laughs> no thanks. All right. Get him muted. Right. Oh, 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 oh. We have to be nice to people on here. Oh, sorry about that, Abraham. Um, uh, I, 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 I'm going to get you so we can hear you in stereo one day. So um, now that you got your brother's a blue microphone, by the way. So, all right. Who is next? Deborah. Good morning, folks. Deborah from uh, Peterborough, Ontario, Canada. Just woke up in uh, <laughs> and the happy belated Thanksgiving. Well, thank you, thank you. So, Anthony, I just got in here. So, can you go over the uh, the uh, the ingredients when you do have time? Maybe after the uh, after you've made the balls, when there's a little. Uh, Sure, it's, it, it's not much. I'll go over it right now. The, okay. the core ingredients is basically two boxes of vanilla wafers that mm-hmm. you finely ground and in a food processor or with a rolling pin and a Ziploc bag. A half a cup of carob syrup, the light, you know, almost clear one. A half a cup of bourbon juice, rum, whatever your preferred filling is. A cup of finely chopped peanuts, walnuts, I just use sprinkles and don't bother having to chop something else. Uh, Two tablespoons of cocoa powder, not hot cocoa mix, actual cocoa powder, and two tablespoons of uh, very strongly brewed coffee, which I was telling everybody, I I basically use a scoop and a half to a cup of water um, and do it in the French press. Okay. Uh, And then whatever you'd like to use for toppings, um, and a lot of people will make them either plain or with just confectioner sugar, which is great because you're going to want to have confectioner sugar around to dip your hands into as you're rolling the balls, because this is a sticky mixture and it gets all in the crevices of your fingers. Mm-hmm. Sounds like fun. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Very good, Deborah. And who's next? Rachel. Rachel, can you unmute? Sure, I should be unmuted now, Nancy. There you go. Oh, good morning, Anthony. Good morning. Good morning. Um, uh, you mentioned um, instead of the, the uh, rum or bourbon or what have you, you mentioned juice. What what, yeah. what kind exactly? Um, so my aunt uses cranberry juice, and instead of putting nuts in them, she uses those tiny um, uh, dried cranberries. You can you, you can use orange juice without the pulp. You can use apple juice. Um, you know you don't want a thick juice. You you want you know something that feels like the consistency of of an alcohol. 
Um, you don't want it to be that, you know, that's, I don't know if you were here when Janine said using vodka is tricky because it is, it's a very thin alcohol and it also promotes separation. So the people that have done uh -huh. vodka, <laughs> anybody who's ever done it with vodka, if you're out there listening um, and you have any tips and trips, please email, it, email me at the Sunday edition email. And why don't you go ahead and give out that email address for uh, people. Thank that you very much. It is Sunday edition. With my initials, AC, all one word, no hyphens, Sunday edition AC at gmail.com. All right. And the AC stands for Anthony Corona, not air conditioning or um, alternating current. So uh, there you go. All, all consuming. Right. Well, actually, it might be alternating current because he's certainly given us the juice. So, uh, all right. And uh, who's, uh, I think we have one more raised hand currently. Hi. Hello. Yellow. Um, my comment is I was always told to make, um, vanilla sugar by putting a vanilla bean in into like a Tupperware container of sugar and shake, shake, shake. And you got to do it a least a week ahead. Ooh, that'd be a great song for you to do when we do karaoke themed disco night, which <laughs> I have no idea that we're actually you doing that. I, I, karaoke, I, but... you're you're on the right track because that is one thing I don't. I have no idea how to do. For, for, for the record, I, voice memos too. Yes. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to work with you on voice memos. You need to get with me, and uh, I'll work with you on that. So, um, and 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 for the record, no, there is to my knowledge, I do not. Uh, we do not have any disco themed karaoke nights coming up. Though I did make that a suggestion. You know that everybody should get down and do disco, but. Uh, um, Anyway, that might get us into trouble, but uh, so m m smarter people probably prevail on that one. But uh, um, don't ever put me in charge of karaoke because things could get interesting. Um, anyway, uh, very good. All right, do we have any other raised hands? Not at this time. Well, I gotta say that I'd never even heard of until today that there was such a thing as vanilla sugar. So, um, that is uh, rather interesting. I knew, of course, about powdered sugar, brown sugar, white sugar, confectioner sugar, sugar, honey, honey, that kind of sugar. Um, sugar in the morning, sugar in the evening, sugar at supper time, but did not know about vanilla sugar. So there you go. Um, so, so Herbie. Yes. Yes. Um, I discovered vanilla sugar from Penzi Spices, and yes, she's correct. You are supposed to make it with a vanilla bean, and it's a longer process. But if you're in a hurry and you want to do it quickly, you can do it the way that I suggested. But again, I use um, vanillas. Like they're, I, I have so many different vanillas. But yes, so that's how you... She's totally right, but you can also make um, vanilla vodka as well you put like anyway that's another story but yes you can do it with a vanilla bean it's more expensive and it takes longer but an easy way is with your thick pure vanilla don't use imitation vanilla but yeah, yeah. i can teach you how to do the vanilla sugar herbie we'll do yeah, it later all right let's do that then like i said i didn't okay. even know what existed until today or i would have asked you about it sooner so. <laughs> yeah all right. And uh, so go ahead, Anthony. So I have about a, maybe a quarter of my dough left. I am rocking and rolling with this, with these bourbon balls. Um, like I said, 
you know, I, I did the the pure batch, not not double or tripling today. Um, but I can start to feel it crumbling. So, you know, had I put it in the refrigerator for 20 minutes or so, it would be um, it would I don't think it would be it would start to be crumbly right now. However, you'll find once you get to this stage that there's probably a layer on the bottom of your bowl that's very sticky. So what I'm doing is scooping all the sticky and rolling it back into, remember we had a big ball at the beginning? Um, I'm rolling it back into the big ball and pulling it all back together. And I think that is gonna work quite well. And then I'm gonna rinse my hands off and do a confection of sugar and start rolling again. Well, and you can sample this as I am right now. Um, and yeah, oh, it's good. All right, so if you're a family member of Anthony's, the way you get the balls ahead of time is you don't wait till they've been in the fridge and steal them. You ask to sample the batter, so there you go. Yes. All right. So I think uh, Gabe and Gabe, uh, you, you, you know, because I think they both would take samples, you know, except uh, it's not healthy for one of the Gabes anyway, you know. I would love to be able, uh, you know, using bonbon cups, but with the way they throw, oh, oh sorry, using bonbon cups and, and, a, and a nice Tupperware to bring them down to Honduras for Christmas this year. But with the way they throw around the luggage, I'm afraid, because it's only a two hour flight, um, I'm afraid they'd all start breaking up and, and not be pretty and all the toppings. But they do travel really well, uh, especially, like I said, if if you put them in candy cups or bonbon cups or wrap them in the little candy cellophanes, uh, they make a great home gift. Well, I was going to say, couldn't you, like, put them in, like, each little ball in saran wrap? And um, at the end of the day, if people are worried about how the thing looks, you know, they should be more worried about how the tastes. So I, I, I'd say, um, and if I nothing else, I guess you can always do bubble wrap. Yeah. Or I could make um, egg-sized bourbon balls and put them in egg cartons and just tell people, you know, instead of eating three or four small ones, just take your time with an one egg. big one. With a bourbon egg. Go. You know what? Just to see, I'm going to do that this season and see how well they travel. Well, if they don't travel well, I can just tell you right now, folks, he is going to be exacerbated. So... Uh... <laughs> You could bring them to mid-year for practice, Anthony. Mid-year for practice. I was going to say, Janine, Janine has a suggestion or two about where he can bring them, you know, for, uh, you know, she, 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 she you're spoiling, you're spoiling is it for the Anthony's ball. practice or for your practice there, uh, Janine? No, no, I mean, I want to feel his balls to see their size and I want to see how his turn out. <laughs> okay. Now we're Don't starting to... the wrong way. Come sorry. on, Herbie. Sorry. Well, <laughs> sorry about that. It wasn't <laughs> just me. I'm just saying. We um, were, we were, we were, bourbon. I think we're getting off track here. <laughs> um, in all seriousness, we're, 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 we're getting way sorry. off. Uh, okay. Um, so wait, Anthony, you could put them in your candy cups and then put wax paper and then put bubble wrap on the um, top in a metal tin and they'll travel really well and not break. Cause I used to take them to California. What a metal what? 
a metal container, like the oh, cookies come okay. in or, you know, those ones you can buy, they have like a reindeer or sunflower or a Debbie Gibson on them, you know, <laughs> just a metal container. I still have my one that she made cookies in, but yeah. So if you put them in the metal container, you can buy them at like candy stores or Dollar Tree or, or I bought some at Bird's Cookies yesterday. So yeah, just put them in there, put your candy cups in, put um, bubble wrap on top, and then um, wrap them in a t-shirt, the, the container, the metal container, and then they'll travel and they won't break. And you know, dollar, d- d- go ahead, Anthony. I was just going to say, we're taking the train um, to mid-year, so that's an even easier travel process. I already have the ingredients for, you know, for three, three more. <laughs> I'm going to buy them. Might as well buy for the whole holiday season. So maybe I think I will. And now See, is my last, I rolled my last ball. All right. I eat on my call and I get yelled at. Anthony eats on my call. Nobody yells at him. Okay, interesting how that works. I was going to say, you know, Dollar Tree taught me a very valuable life lesson later on, early in life, guys, because, you know, uh, went to the Dollar Tree and expecting this uh, tree, you know, full of dollars, and it turned out to be a brick-and-mortar store. So I guess what they say is true. Money doesn't grow on trees. So uh, there you go. <laughs> If I can um, share a couple more few little possibilities to do with these, if you do make them in the bonbon cups or the candy cups, you can get the the squeezable icing, um, the decorative one, uh, and you can put a letter on each one and spell out "Merry Christmas" or "Happy Birthday." Well, that'd be I nice. Also- I have also heard, I have not done this, but I have seen this online. You can freeze them and then take a long sewing pin um, and a thick twine, and you can make bourbon ball edible garlands to decorate around your centerpiece or various other decoratables in your holiday table. Um, And again, you know, be creative with the toppings and with the fillings because it's fun. It's a great project if you pick one of the juices to do with kids. Messy as all heck, which most kids love. Um, and let me count up my balls. Eight, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20. Two, four, six, eight, ten, thirty. So that's 30, 32, 34, 36, 38, 40, 40. I got 42 out of this mixture. And I'm about to slide them into my refrigerator. And when I get home, I will have a nice little snack for myself. Wow. They're really good with hot cider. They're really good with hot cocoa. They're really good with a bourbon and water or an old fashioned. Um, and now it's time for the cleanup. <laughs> Anthony, you said Oreo Oreo cookies are those. Pardon me for being dumb, but are are those the ones with the like the sandwich cookies? Right, they have the filling in the middle. Yes. Yes. Those are Oreos. Oh, okay. In some big stores, you can actually get just the Oreo cookie cookies. Um, I cheated. Uh huh. I cheated and I got double stuff. And I opened up the amount that I would need. 
and scraped off all the innards <laughs> and, and then ground them up and, and had a little treat while I was grounding those up. Are, are you a big fan of the white stuff? Do you have it in your coffee and uh, in your toast? And uh... I've never done it on my, on my toast, but I have put it in my coffee. Um, all right. Well, you, yeah. you should be like, if it's good enough for Weird Al, it should be good enough for you there. you know. There you go. You know, every right. once in a while, we, you know, we run out of something and, you know, I never run out of milk because I go, I, I'm, I drink at least four cups a day. Never run out of milk, but I all, once in a while run out of sugar and it is a quick little substitute. It, it It's a little um, sweeter than like a sugar in the roll or whatever. Like it's, you get more of the sugary taste, but it's a quick little substitute for coffee. Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. Well. Wow. You got enough for a big uh, army there. I do. And that was just the one um, that was not doubling or tripling the recipe. So I, I still have un- enough to do three more batches of this, which I will not do three separate times. When I do it again, I'll make I'll triple the, the recipe and just make enough for the holiday and for the mid-year board meeting. I guess I'll bring some down for my friends in Orlando. <laughs> Probably a good way to buy some votes there too, you know. I I, I would think, but um, what do we need to vote for him for? I don't know. Okay. You tell me. It's not it's not my board meeting. I have no idea what goes on there. <laughs> you can come. Oh. It's virtual. It's so fun. Oh well, it's virtual. All right. Well, then I'll just have to come. And um, <laughs> <coughs> very good. <laughs> All right. Um, so, so Herbie, are you going to make these right away? Like, are you? buying the ingredients and making them? I am probably not going to make them right away, but I probably will at some point. I'll be making the uh, fruit juice version of them because I Mm -hmm. don't drink, but I do not have any aversion to fruit mixed in with my chocolate. Um, Orange (laughs) is a good, uh, you know, fruit to mixture with chocolate. I don't know that I do apple juice, honestly. That, 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 that doesn't, I mean, well, I have had chocolate covered apples before. Those are good. Oh yeah. Um, Cranberry juice does also sound like it would be good. Um, you can leave the cocoa powder out, and when it's yeah. not, a, oh, it's really that? not a chocolate taste. Even with the cocoa powder, it's a, it's more like a um, Cadbury cream chocolate, like the cream, the, oh, the filling, smoother, much lighter than a than a real chocolate flavor. All right, very good. Um. Um, we have right. someone in Clubhouse, Jane? Uh, no, not right now, but I just had a question. If you, you're you not a coffee drinker, can you sub the coffee for something? Yes, just do just another splash of whatever your, your mixer is, your bourbon, your rum. Um, you can, but then you're going to want to put, you're definitely going to want to put it in the refrigerator for at least an hour before you start rolling the balls. All right. Yes, um, because coffee can, I've heard about that coffee, how it affects the texture of uh, batter and all that, so excellent. What about Bailey's Irish cream there, Anthony? I have, no, I have never tried that. I think, I think I'll take people a a little bit of the next batch mix um, aside and just experiment with Irish cream. That's a good idea. Mm -hmm. But I what I would say is you, I, I would go a little bit less on the carob syrup, 
Um, and I definitely would use the coffee because the Bailey's, Bailey's Irish cream is a, is a thick liquor. liquor. Mm-hmm. You'd have to experiment with the texture. I wouldn't do it on the first time I was making bourbon balls because you're going to have to experiment with the texture of it all. And if it's too thick, like if it gets too thin, you can always add more Nilla wafers or more filling. Um, but adding more caro syrup doesn't help. So you'll just have to add more dry ingredients if your alcohol is too thin. Yep. I, we had, um, we had uh, talked about that before you got on the call. I always okay. keep the last batch before I ground them up. I, or I should say, I always keep about a handful that I don't ground up. Um, and if I need to thicken it, then I ground those up. And if I need to thin it a little bit, I just splash a little bit more bourbon. Or the coffee. Where is the lid for the carob syrup? I am now, while we are generally chatting, putting my ingredients away. I've never heard of carob syrup. What, what is that? It's a thick baking syrup. Um, Honestly, couldn't tell you any more than that. Let's see what the A-Lady has to say about it. Computer, what is carob syrup made of? From fruit52.com. Carob molasses is made from soaking and cooking a positive locust bean tree into a thick, sweet, inflatable syrup. Did everybody hear that? Yeah. It was a little bit too fast, but that's okay. Yeah. A locust. Carob syrup or K A R O, Anthony? K A R O. Right. So that's a corn syrup. It's caro corn syrup. Oh, it's all right. It's, so it's like very thick and it's like a a syrup. It's not like the pump kind that you would put in your coffee, but it's very thick and very slow. And it's different than molasses. A molasses isn't sweet. This is just pure sugar. It's kind mm. of like a maple syrup. That's the texture of it. Okay. But it's a, it's a sugar. It's corn syrup. Okay. Ah, thank you, Janine. Cool. I am yeah. not. I'm. I'm a good cook. You're welcome. From all the stuff that my grandmother's taught me to make. Um, but I'm truly not a cook cook. So I only know what I know. <laughs> but if you go on the uh, recipe swap or the uh, It's Electric Calls Wednesday at 7 p.m., you get a lot of, of good tips and tricks. And you can ask all these questions. And all of those ladies and some gentlemen, um, they really know what they're talking about. I've learned a lot streaming those calls. Oh, and Herbie, I streamed you twice, and I learned something both times that I streamed for you here. All right. So you streamed for me twice. All right. Good to know. Um, I do remember that now, actually. Yes. Okay. Um, Jonathan wrote in and uh, said that I can watch how to make a vanilla sugar on YouTube. Well, I could, Jonathan, but see, that would make Janine sad. And then she would cry because she wants to show me herself. So why would I want to make Janine cry? That's that's not nice. Um, so uh, there you go. Jonathan wants to replace you with YouTube there, uh, Janine. So uh, I'll, I'll let you, you. You might want to have a little talk with him about uh, why that's not a good idea. Um, no. When are you guys teaming up again? Something. Oh, putting uh, us on the spot. Is a good question. <clears throat> it's a good question. Um, 
You know, Herbie and I have talked about many things, and we we did do a cookathon for twelve hours, and that was fabulous. Um, and we talked about doing it another one, but we've both been so busy that advocating and streaming and doing things. So, Herbie, I guess we should talk offline and team up. We should. We should. <laughs> yes. And Anthony, you're more than welcome to join in as well. We could we could get us all together. Maybe. And what do you know? I happen to have an open date on the 21st of November. So what are you doing? Oh, then? do you, Herbie? Is that when you want to do it? What day is that? Is that a Tuesday? That is a Tuesday. So we can team up on a cooking call. I, I have that cooking.call day open. I have the 12th oh. of December open. The 19th. Oh, the, the day before my birthday? Awesome. And the 26th. Oh, so on so there you go. Um, okay, so I guess we can... Okay, let me think. Let's think about it and we'll talk um, if you want to do sweet or savory or both. All right. And what were we going to say, Jane, sir? Yeah, you have uh, somebody in Clubhouse. All oh, right. Shay. Welcome. Who who do we have? Uh, Shay. Hello. Hi. Shay. Yes, How? welcome. Thank you. Good. How about uh, you? I'm all right. I came in just a little late, so I was wondering, is there um, somewhere I can get a written recipe for the bourbon balls? As a matter of fact, there are um, one. The best way is um, if you subscribe to the ACB Cooks List by sending an email to community at acb.org and ask to be added to the ACB Cooks List. They will add you to that, and I will post the recipe later today or tomorrow. And um, I also include in that email a link to my Dropbox folder, which has most of my recipes. So you can um, get uh, previous recipes that, that way as well, too. And in fact, I will um, can even go on Clubhouse real quick and post the Dropbox folder link, which has uh, most of my recipes. So I'll do that in just a couple minutes here um, if I get the time. But the cook's list is definitely the best way to go. Okay. Can you say that um, email again that I was send to them? Community at acb.org and just ask to be added to the ACB Cooks list. Okay. Thank you. You are welcome. All right. Awesome possum, as Kayla would say. And that list has become a little bit active lately thanks to uh, It's Electric. So uh, glad to see some activity happening uh, on the, that list. And. Um, you know, if, uh, I don't know, any other calls happen, should happen to start again, like, oh, what's it called? Wake, bake, and shake? No, no, that, that, wake, bake, and no. Wait, wait. Oh, wake, bake, and no? Oh, that's what it was called. No. Okay, wake, make, and no. Um, you know, if a call wake, like that should ever... Wake, bake, and bake. Yes, wake, if, bake, if, and if wake, make, and bake, if that call should ever get started again... Um, then it would be on the ACB Cooks list as well. And yes. it would be on the ACB Cooks list as well. So, uh, you know, <laughs> not that we're trying to get anybody to start up no their calls pressure. again or anything like that. But, uh, no well, you can balance advocacy with community calls by doing it bi weekly or once a month. <laughs> I, I love these men. Y'all, I love you, Matt. Well, look at it. Actually, you can combine both. (laughs) By doing these cooking calls, you are advocating as to how blind people can live independently. I realize that. Absolutely. 
I do. I And that's why I first came up because I really like I had just been blind and our community had just hit a year. And Cindy's like, if you have ideas, you, anyone can do calls. And I was a little hesitant. And then I'm like, you know, I think it's really important. And then it took off for a while. And I think it's so good because everybody cooks differently. Anthony cooks different. Kirby cooks different. I cook differently. And it's so great. And it's so empowering when you can well, cook. Well, all different and textures and different sizes. So I guess that would make sense. We would cook differently. Oh, 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 oh you're oh, talking about. Oh, my gosh. I was talking about making something and having the sense of a. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, very good. Janine or Herbie, I'm wondering, have you guys ever made meatloaf muffins? Yes. I've made meatloaf, not meatloaf I've heard muffins. Of that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Maybe if we do team up on something, I'll bring that to the table. My meatloaf okay. muffins are very popular. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can also make them in the, I really love the silicone that you can get at Joann's. There's four. Um, in the silicone and they're four little muffin tins. So I like to do them in the silicone instead of like the loaves. Do you know what I'm talking about, Anthony? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's what I use too. <laughs> yeah. I like silicone. Pop- well, if you're yeah, making yeah, loaf muffins, you would want to use something like the muffin tins or something like that, not the loaf pan anyway. So um... you can, you can use those, but sometimes they stick in the metal ones. Yeah. I could see that. Like the meat breaks. It's better if you use silicone. Remember when I told you to to use parchment paper and how that's changed your life? Yes. In fact, I just used parchment paper this morning to reheat my pizza. So uh, occasionally I actually do listen to Janine. What can I say, guys? I'm going to get you into silicone. All right. Anthony approves. I guess it's better than rubber. (laughs) (laughs) All right. On that note, guys, uh, just a couple of quick announcements. So first of all, I actually have been a little bit active over on the YouTube side of things. I have posted some more calls to the YouTube channel, and I intend to post some more this week. It's a little bit uh, laborious, so that's why it's slow. Um, Each call takes about an hour to uh, upload, so... um you know, it's a, it's a process, unfortunately, and um, that's just how these uh, things go. And uh, But I'm going to add in some more calls, but some of the ones I've added in recently have been the uh, apple breads and uh, fritters and all that. I posted the baked sweet and sour chicken I did some months back. Um, Let's Herbie, see. I'm going to interrupt for a minute and say yep. thank you so much for this opportunity. I had a really a lot of fun. I can't wait to come back. And if anybody wants to cross some fingers for my job interview later, I will definitely take the prayers. Um, everybody right. have a great day. Thank you for listening to me today. All right. Um, Thanks, very good. I think you'll find the prayers that work better than the cross fingers, but uh, let's, let, let's give them a round of applause. <laughs> And Anthony, you heard my available dates too. We're going to have you come back and talk about your chicken dishes. So, um, we're definitely going to have that. All right, guys. So, um, as I said, we've been active on the YouTube side of things. So, I've been posting uh, quite a few calls up there, and I'm going to post some more this week. So, 
make sure you go check out the YouTube. Uh, you can look for Herbie's Cooking Corner over on YouTube or click the link that is a part of the emails that are sent out each week. If you are not getting our community emails, well, that can easily be fixed. All you need to do is send an email to community at acb.org. Hey, that's the same address for the cooks list. And uh, just include your name and email address and ask to be added to the community call list, as well as the ACB cooks list, and uh, they will uh, take care of that for you. And um, what else do we have coming up for you? Coming up on the 17th, Heidi's Oatmeal Raisin Cookies. On the 24th, it's going to be Apple Pie. And on the 31st, it's going to be Mini German Apple Pancakes. For November, we've got uh, another apple with uh, Patty's um, apple cake on November 7th. The 14th is going to be garlic bread and uh, beef stroganoff. And uh, the 21st, um, unless Janine and I end up collaborating or something uh, that day with, uh, you know, we could have Wake, Make, and Bake meets Herbie's Cooking Corner. Uh, mm-hmm. That could happen, or I will end up doing Thanksgiving dinner. So it'll be one of the two, and... Um, I'll know more as um, I know more. On the 28th of November, it's going to be Kayla's Zucchini Tart. On the uh, 5th, it's going to be Heidi's Gingerbread Spice Mix and um, and Gingerbread Cheesecake. And then on the 12th, I think is when I'm going to be making gingerbread cookies. Um, and we have nothing on the 19th and the 26th. So I might uh, do zucchini nuggets on the 19th. Um, that is a recipe I got from Tori a while back. And um, and speaking of zucchini, we've got Heidi's zucchini bread in January. So that is um, just some of the things that we have for you right here on the cooking call. All right, guys. Um, so with that... Uh, do we have any other questions or comments or anything like that? I'm not hearing anything. No, I don't find any hands. The one that was raised for a while had left. All right. Um, I didn't know we had no. We had a raised hand for a while. Um, so um, I am sorry we did not uh, get to them. But, um, all right. Um, with that, I want to thank everybody for coming today. Just uh, some other uh, quick housekeeping things right now. It's going to be the Neighborhood Coffee Clatch happening over on the, the community side of things. Clubhouse in Media 5, you guys get some more cooking with essential oils at 11 with Haley. Unmute Presents at uh, 12. I'm sorry, uh, 12 for Haley, 1 for Unmute Presents. I'm giving it to you my time, not uh, ACB time. At 2, it's going to be Games to Play with Lady A, with uh, Lucy at the helm there. And at 3, Mary will be giving us helpful hints on using homophones. So back-to-back, wall-to-wall programming for you all right here on Media 5 and Clubhouse. If you're on Media 5, you just don't have to go anywhere. Just sit tight. You're going to hear some archive programming, and then we'll be back live in just a little bit. So uh, in Clubhouse, just uh, stay. make sure you subscribe to the ACB House to know all the goings-on that are happening. If you'd like to contribute anything to Herbie's Community Cooking Corner, you've got a suggestion, maybe you'd like to do a demo, make sure you uh, let me know. Just email me, 
community at acb.org and that will get to me they'll forward it on to me so um that is how that works and i want to thank nancy and jane for hosting and moderating for us today i want to thank anthony for coming on with an excellent uh, bourbon balls uh, presentation and um this is going to be our last call for hands for any questions for what we just did if you have any general cooking questions don't be afraid to ask this is the place for them i am here for you jane yes jane we are not hearing you yeah jane you're you're up oh there we go there's a couple of janes which jane me? Well, I yes, there's, there's nobody in uh, Clubhouse. Okay, your hand was up again, so that's that. What? Yep, it okay. actually is. Um, all right. I guess she I just wanted it. to wave. She's just saying hi. Okay. And then, um, by the way, guys, if you also want to see the return of Wake, Make, and Bake, make sure you send an email to communityacb.org, and that's to be ask that email to be forwarded to Janine, um, or you can forward it on to me, and I'll make sure it gets to her either way. Or acbcooks at gmail.com is another way you can do that. And um, she would love to hear your feedback. She used to be on every Wednesday morning from uh, 10 a.m., so uh, there you go. Um, so, Harvey, I have a question for you. Yes. I um, I just got back from a, a vacation at Paula Deen's, and I I wonder if you know about the bowl scraper. I I didn't know about this, but it's no. like rubber silicone. Yeah, and on it, I know it's not useful for totals, but on it, it has measurements on it, like um. Three teaspoons equals a tablespoon. Uh, this equals an eighth of a cup. This equals it. And you you hold it. It's kind of shaped like a really big egg. And you can scrape the bowl. It's better than spatulas. I bought one, of course. But <laughs> you, um, you can scrape the bowl to get everything out. You know, like on your counter when you're chopping, they have those metal ones that have the handle. And you can scoop your stuff. Um, well, this one's silicone. And I just was curious if you ever used one of those all right all right sounds good wait you've never used one that was I, i've question. never used one i've actually that and vanilla sugar are two things i have not heard fr- about today well i'm so, gonna have to send you a, like a, a your christmas package and then i think those gingerbread cookies you're making on the 12th would be really good to mail to your friend you know for her birthday Oh, they would. Well, you see, here's the deal. Now now you put me in a very interesting spot here because they would be good to mail to my friend. But then, you know, how about, uh, you know, my wife who can uh, get them a lot quicker? uh, (laughs) Would you like to explain to her why all of a sudden the gingerbread cookies she was hoping to have have suddenly gone? Um. Let's explain that to Chanel. Chanel would not be very happy, though. So no, and happy then I have to make the you. effort of going to the post office and putting them in a tub and mm-hmm. actually getting your address. And then I oh, you didn't take... save it from before? Well, no, because you uh, if it, if I had it, it was in the for- print format, which it doesn't help much. So. <laughs> yeah. 
you uh yeah that that, that doesn't help me much you know Um, okay you know you ever heard of this thing called braille yes braille Mm -hmm. yes braille brl brl if you wanted me to have your address it's a good idea to send it to me in an accessible format braille works email works text works (laughs) but print labels do not work and uh, i am not going to take the time to ocr them and hope that it reads it accurately um I, I, I do that for uh, very extreme situations when people don't have don't have know or can't use any other way. So, um, and uh, there you go. So, all right. So, are we? I'm gonna we are done. Here. Yep, we are we we are right. done, guys. And uh, I will see you all next week with uh, Heidi's oatmeal raisin cookies. <laughs>